Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by FanDuel. One time a guy made a million dollars on FanDuel. I'm sure you will make a million dollars just like him. If you try FanDuel. The Dote hit 7,000 unique plays last month. I bet that's more than Katie Couric's podcast. I have no way of knowing, but it's probably true. Today on the podcast, we talk about being standoffish, which is a, which is a lazy word. Standoffish. Like that guy standing off over there, a very standoffish guy. This is dumb. Carl talks about doing it himself, being a punk, blazing his own trail, his experience doing that. Then we talk about um, people that we don't want to talk to and uh, is the right thing to do be an asshole to people you don't like so they get the point like oh this person doesn't like me or is it better to just be straightforward and say hey look when you talk to me I feel worse you make me feel bad my life's bad when you're speaking to me seems rude but could be the best for everyone I don't know you gotta listen to the podcast man you gotta figure that out for yourself Let's do this episode with Carl Spade. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna do this today, though. This you might. Awesome. I don't know. This could be really, really boring. Well, what, uh, what's, uh, what did, uh, punk rock, like, how did, you can just brief me on what did, uh, how did that affect you? Um, the whole music and your, your energy as a person. It's almost, of like complete fucking cliche. <laughs> no, like, yeah, but they're like it. So I got into it from my parents were like really strict about what kind of music I could listen to. Where'd you come from? What sort of Christian background? Christian, like Judeo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Judeo Christian. Jesus died on the cross. Jesus died on the cross sins? for the sins. Christian. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you accept them in your heart as your Lord and Savior. Yeah. You know, the right answer. Yeah. You the know, way, Christianity. The truth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, not Catholicism. That shit is bullshit. Yeah. Tell me about it. Preaching uh, the choir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. So you wanted to be so a rebel. I was like, Well, I was like very limited in what I could listen to. But then I found out about punk bands from like couple different sources and I like really liked the music and I figured out I could just lie to my parents because they had never heard of any of the bands and I could just say they were Christian bands dude yeah man I did some of that so I just did that and then who are you listening to um back then it was like a lot of like the uh, like kind of like I, I hate most of the shit now no just like, say it i'll tell you mine i have a used poster right there man oh uh, yeah so <laughs> you're in a safe place to say who um, you listen to no nah, i never listen to that garbage uh, i know <laughs> no, that's what i'm saying i'm sure it's not um, as bad like bands like um blink 182 just say it sort i never Millen really like that i really uh, Millencon, yeah okay. i never really yeah, liked yeah, blink 182 yeah. like the epitaph bands oh you lot. were into okay and then bad religion yeah, but only for, I would say, like, maybe a total of a year before I figured out what I, like, would prefer to listen to when I found, like, found out about, like, Fugazi and stuff. Okay, that was your... Yeah, and that was, like, what I was like, okay, I like bands like this. Yeah. Or, like, just, like, heavier, noisier, more dissonant stuff. And then how'd that make you Carl Spaeth? 
And how did uh, just punk as fuck, man? Yeah, dude. Well, what were you? Were you like yeah. a like a stuffy little Christian kid? No, not really. I was like, I was just a quiet kid. Yeah, I didn't like hang out with anybody ever. So I just like would sit in my room and like read comic books and listen to music. Okay. So like I was like I wasn't a bad kid, but I wasn't like a good kid either. Like I got in trouble at school and shit. Yeah, you're just, just a little based on like because it has always bored me. Yeah, just being a twerp. Well, yeah, I thought I was being funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then in hindsight, you're like, oh, I was, yeah, it could have been funnier. Shit. That's all. <laughs> I just could have been funnier. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, dude, I have a story about lying to my parents about Christian bands because it was the same. I feel like the punk albums were really dark looking though. Like I had, do you remember Alkaline Trio's Good Morning album? it's dark a lot of their stuff is like oh that's yeah that's like a later like a like it's after from here to infirmary but it was the album after but i was in seventh grade and my mom opens up the lyric sheet to it and the um like the chorus to the first song this could be love is step one slip my throat step two play in my blood and I'm a Christian kid. So and I, deep. Oh, yeah. No, but it's a, it's like a melancholy song, but it's a pop song. But my mom is just reading this chorus, and she is she's just, my son is going to kill himself. <laughs> you know, but I was just a little Christian kid, and then I she threw the album away. But, <laughs> Did so, you get it out of the garbage ever? Uh, no, I just burned a CD from a buddy. Yeah. It's one of my favorite albums of all time, so... I've never heard it. I stopped it's, listening. That was another band I listened to for a little bit. Like God, I still listen God to damn it. it. And uh, from here in infirmary, maybe I'll catch fire. Maybe I'll catch fire. Yeah. I think I stopped after that. Okay. Um, so how does punk affect you? How does it make you who you are in your comedy, in your music, and uh, the what appealed to you about the attitude of it? How did it change you? I liked the idea that. I liked the the just the fuck you attitude of it. Obviously, is super appealing to a teenager, right? Um, and my, I guess my relationship to it has evolved over time. Like, I don't just listen to that. Obviously, like that'd be ridiculous to right. be a thirty-two year old man still only listening to one yeah. type of music, or even. Like I, I wouldn't ever call myself like I'm a punk rocker. Like no, that's like it's like dumb. calling yourself a hipster, like yeah, self-proclaimed. It's, it's you're stupid. an idiot. But like yeah. the the music and the idea, it's more the idea behind like oh you can just start something and yourself. Yeah. Like you can Control. just you can start a band, you can start a record label, you can do whatever you want, yeah. and like you don't have to listen to anybody else, and you can make it good, and you can like do something as you without having other people being like well, well this is how you're supposed to like be in a band and this is how you're supposed to sound like you need to be like commercial sounding like yeah. you need those hits like when i was in bands like so many fucking people would say that shit to me right and it's just like no like i don't care like i just want to write songs and like honestly i'd be happy just standing in front of an amp making feedback yeah like it's I, your art I, 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 no you can say that no nah, i don't like to though I, i'm I, gonna i too I, bad I, Carl. I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> no but it's it's someone telling you it's that so it's really, it's kind of like the do-it-yourself attitude, DIY. Yeah. It's like, whatever. You can tell me this is the road I have to take in order to be successful, but 
punk is just in your head. It's like, no, this is me doing what I want to do. Anyone else yeah. can get fucked because this is this is all I want to do. And yeah. I'm going to do it. I have the ability to, so. Yeah, I just want to get it done. And now, like, they're, like, and, like, I fell away from it for a long time in, like, my mid-20s, early, early mid-20s. And then, like, when I started doing, like, comedy and shit, I was just like, okay, like, you're supposed to just do the clubs, do this, do that. Yeah. And, like, that's not what it has to be ever. When I figured out like, Oh, I can just book my own shows and do whatever I like yeah, man. do comedy the way I want to do comedy and not have to be like work with some like person. I don't think is good just because you're supposed to like, yeah, man, you can go the, your own that, road. Yeah. The idea that you have to be like good to everybody, regardless of like what art form you're doing is just completely ridiculous to me. Yeah. And something I don't ever want to do. Yeah, you want to, and that's what it is, man. It's your art form. It's you saying, I'm going to do what I want to do. And if there's enough people that want to see me do what I'm going to do, they're going to come out and I'm going to have my own show. I don't need to, I, I, you know, like the club, let's make it comedy for now. We, yeah. we can go back to music, um, but it's that attitude of like, oh, I'm not, this, you guys aren't for me. Like yeah. this crowd at whatever, Go Bananas, Funny Bone, you can just say, you know what? You guys don't really understand what I'm doing here. So if I want to be successful here, I have to change who I am. Yeah. So yeah. it's that understanding of like, no, I can, there are people that are going to appreciate what I do. It's just not here. Yeah, exactly. Like middle aged, like rich people. Just not your bag. They Never. don't care about Carl Spaeth. No. He's a punk rock dude with tattoos. I got three whole tattoos. Yeah. And one's yeah. a child's drawing. I'm punk as fuck. Yeah, dude. But you look weird, you know? I... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you go, look weird. <laughs> just get defensive. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you or I, if we go up on... If we, like, go up in front of these 40-year-old wealthy people they're gonna be like who's this weirdo this isn't what i was expecting he's not gonna do what i want him to do yeah that's true a couple years ago i did a show at the blue i know i just already said i hate talking about comedy no go for it no say it's kind of a funny story yeah um i did a show at the blue ash community center okay for i guess it was some charity i don't know blue ash Um, is like a like a like suburb of suburb of cincinnati real conservative real like, conservative real upper wealthy. middle class yeah. yeah yeah um and i was the headliner i think okay i i was either headlining or i was like the like right before the headliner i was doing like no i was headlining because the guy right before me crushed and okay like, was like their cup of tea for sure and I was yeah like, i'm the exact opposite of this dude in every way what was he doing what sort of material um just like just I'm a dad like, material, almost like like borderline like blue collar comedy stuff. All right, just like real easy. Yeah. Like, okay. Not saying it's not, not the funny, shit on him, but, but it, yeah, it yeah. sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like funny. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Let's <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's not like my thing, and they were loving it. And I got on stage and started my set, and immediately could tell they hated me. Like, I was just bombing. I was, had to be up there for 20 minutes. I was getting paid. And 
they're like, don't mention the fact that you're drinking beer. You're not technically allowed to. Like, I snuck beers in and we're pouring them. Liz drinking out of a solo cup. Yeah. And I just kept mentioning it. Oh, you kept yeah. bringing it up when you weren't supposed to? Yeah, because I didn't want to be asked back. <laughs> so it was just, it didn't matter at all. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care. I was burning, getting, burning the bridge yeah, as you were on stage. They gave me my check before I went on stage. So. Oh, why'd you even go up? Oh, you got you to. You got to, yeah. And uh, about halfway, I said some joke about like, like thinking about suicide or something. Just yeah. like it's a really dumb joke. And was it the one? The, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, you didn't want to clean up something, so you're gonna kill yourself to avoid cleaning something up. Yeah, yeah. yeah like okay, spilling yeah. soup or whatever. Right. Um, and nobody laughed, and like that was like halfway through my set, and I was just like, I feel like. You guys are just looking at me like I'm the son that you're disappointed in. This one lady in the back stood up and started clapping. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay, I know exactly what I'm dealing with. Like to these Did like, that get a laugh? Yeah, it did. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But like these to these people, they view me and my comedy as just like, oh, this is this is what our son would be doing if he wasn't doing like opiates or something. <laughs> 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 this is the slightly <laughs> better version of yeah. what her son could have been. <laughs> oh, no, I think, yeah, dude. Like our art fag son. Right, like, yeah, yeah, that. It's just a different art form that's yeah. failing or whatever. <laughs> well, he thought he could be a painter. Right, yeah, they're just seeing you, seeing their son through you. But no, they do. I think a lot of times, I think what they're seeing is you being Let's just call it punk. Let's call it what it is. It's dumb. It's dumb to refer to it as punk, but they're seeing you. You seem like you're too cool for them, and they probably get that vibe. They all have their shirts tucked in. They're all old. They probably were just talking about the 401ks, and you get up on stage, and you're that sort of attitude is like, I didn't go this route, and I look, you seem, do you feel that way? Like you kind of, they kind of have that vibe. Like this guy on stage is looking down on me and my life choices. Like they think I'm condescending to them? Yeah, kind of like look at all you guys and your mowed lawns and stuff. Do you I hope not because I don't want to come, I know it for a fact I come across as condescending. But that's what I, I'm saying. Like I, like in conversation <laughs> yeah. a lot of times. But, but I, that translates, that's who you are, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't want to be though. Yeah, I just, even your voice. Your voice is very like. Oh, I can't my control God. that. <laughs> you could. <laughs> just like, oh great. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up, guys? Oh, you thought that was a good thing to say? All right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like sometimes, like those crowds do are surprising. Yeah. But, and it's like fun to make who everybody laugh. But like, yeah, there is like a disconnect for me where I see them and just like, I'm going to try a little bit less or like, you think so? Yeah. Do you do sure. that? Like, su probably subconsciously. Like we're just like, ah, I don't like these people. Yeah. Already. I've said that out loud at shows. And then like, sometimes it ends up being a lot of fun, but yeah, it's just like, eh, I don't know. Like, why should I have to do it for these people? Well, no, but, but I mean, but also like you can't judge somebody's sense of humor no. or like, just they based on, on yeah yeah just based on where the they fact live. that they look rich right they look rich where they live yeah what they were just laughing at yeah so it's it it doesn't always matter to me but it's just not what i would prefer to do i would prefer to like seek out like-minded people and be like let's laugh about this together 
Rather yeah, than but like, couldn't you? I guess wouldn't when you see that crowd full of fogies, and what isn't there something that goes off in your brain to think, oh, these people are not my cup of tea, and I am not theirs, but I'm somehow going to make these 401k P and G working lackeys into my friends while I'm on stage. Like oh, I can for sure. overcome yeah. our yeah our cultural difference, them being a bunch of stuffy dummies and me being a cool badass dude. I've, I don't think I'm cool, but yeah, I do like want them to like me. Like, obviously that's why you do it. Right. right? Yeah. But like, I want them to like, like what I do. Yeah. I just don't, if they don't like it, it matters less to me. Yeah. 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 Then. Cause you think you're better than them to a degree. I I just know. I just, assume that it's not for them like okay yeah, i yeah. mean there's a difference between saying a joke on stage and knowing it's not funny right as like a new joke or something yeah. and you're like say it out loud and you're like oh this is not funny right versus like oh i know this is funny it's worked before right and it will work again and you guys just didn't like it so you guys are wrong yeah it's not me it's you yeah yeah you guys are just too like this has worked you guys just either didn't get it or i am just not for you yeah which is fine like it's totally fine for me to not be for them i don't care yeah i care yeah. a lot yeah but you at <laughs> least you act like you don't i i mean it matters but it also doesn't at a certain time yeah like, i totally get what you're saying like it would have been nice to get a room full of people laughing but it didn't happen and some people just aren't for you you yeah. guys wouldn't hang out after exactly. the show yeah and then i mean i don't like talking to people in general yeah because it's awkward yeah it's never fun nope well, okay, I want to get... I just want to compliment you all the time. I know. So, You're so funny. I've heard it God. all. Yeah. Get in line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Signed titties all night. Yeah. Can't... Blue ash titties. Blue I'm ash. cutting this out. <laughs> I don't like blue ash titties. Yeah, you should cut that out. Yeah, I will. I'm going to keep calling it back, though, so you have to keep calling. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> blue ash titties. No, you should cut it out. All right, whatever. <laughs> now, I want to, I want to talk about... When did you have the idea of DIY or punk where you're like, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm done doing the things I'm supposed to do and trying to. Do you understand what I mean when I'm like, you're going down the path that everyone tells you, oh, you want to achieve these goals, then you got to go down this path. Did you ever have a moment where you thought, you know what, I'm going to like, tell us about booking your own show and saying, oh, I don't have to do this i don't have to go this route i can be my own man and do my own thing and tell everyone else to fuck off i think there's a couple different answers to that yeah the for like i've never do it i'm trying to think of a way without to say this without sounding like a complete prick no do it everyone's a prick on you'll hear it back and you'll realize that you're just a guy and everyone loves you carl (laughs) and forgives you for being a prick i like when I was, when I first started being in bands and stuff, like that was, you know, you can just like, you're a kid, you just play basements and like, yeah, shitty all ages shows. Right. And so that like was already ingrained by the time I started comedy. But then just like in general, where it's just like going to college and being like, ah, this is totally not for me. I hate it. Like I'm yeah. just going for like creative writing, which is like pointless yeah, anyway. Yeah, so dumb. And then I had a creative writing professor tell me I didn't earn the right to be funny. And I was like, you know what? Wait, talk about that. 
uh, I want to, God, he was this professor at UC who looked like a beaver, like halfway turned into a person, then stopped. <laughs> what the, no so, tail? Yeah, no tail. Okay. And then like. Just the teeth? Yeah, the okay. teeth and like the face shape. Right. You ever see like the BBC Chronicles of Narnia? Yep. The He looked like the, the beavers beaver. in that. Yeah. yeah okay. Like, but like kind of human. Poor guy. Uh, okay, he was awful. Um, last time I did a show at UC, I talked about him for a good 15 minutes. The beaver? Yeah, like by name, and like one of his students was there. And I was Aww. like, you can tell him I hate him. He was like, I hate him too. Poor but I, I wrote this story that I thought was funny. Um, and we were doing like the peer review thing in class, yeah. like where everybody in the class, like you read it, and then everybody like tells you. You read it out loud and yeah. people critique. Okay. Yeah. And like, the general consensus was like, I thought it was funny. People and, liked it. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, well, if you look at other writers, like not all of them started out writing funny stuff. And like, I think you need to really learn how to like develop characters before you have earned the right to be funny. And I really don't think you've earned the right to be funny. And I was like, fuck you just in my head like i was like i hate you so much and this is why i hate college it's like the fact that this guy feels that he has earned the right to tell me that i haven't earned the right to do something yeah like like you're a professor you're not a writer like those who can't do teach and you're teaching and also like i don't think he knows what funny is like right yeah, it's so somebody, it, and it's someone degrading you. They're saying, yeah. like, you suck. To, to a degree, they're telling you, like, you failed this. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're not good enough Yeah, to write a comedy, maybe develop better chops. It's someone who you don't respect yeah. telling you you suck. Yeah, and it, I'd already not respected him at all, just, like, based on... Looking like a beaver. Yeah, I don't like people that look like animals. Yeah, that's fair. Um, look like a human. Yeah. You're, That's why you we evolved. One. Yeah. And if you can't do that, get lost. Yeah. Don't tell me Fucking shit about my writing. Yeah. So, what did, uh, so, yeah, I, so that's you had I, a lot of moments like that where people, I have that all the time where people will say to me things or they'll say, even like in music, in comedy, in my work life and stuff, people that I do not respect will say things to me and in, degrade me and i can tell they're saying it like your professor do you feel like he was degrading you not to make you better but just to make him feel like something about him like i'm in control i can make carl feel like shit and make fun of his attempt to be funny i think a little bit of that and i think maybe he he didn't like the story and the fact that other people did made him mad okay and the fact that Well, he probably like, thought he probably thought, oh, the, this kid probably has a. You probably were riding a little high because people thought it was funny, so he wanted you to know, like, oh, don't get don't get too big of a head, Carl, because you don't know jack shit about writing. Maybe I don't know. Like I, it's a long time ago. Yeah. So I, like I, it's like twelve years ago. Now. All you have left is the yeah bitterness against. Mr. Beaverface. Well, just like remember, like being like, you know, what? I'm just done. Like I'm dropping out of college. Okay. Like I don't need this. And then yeah. like I was in a band at the time, where they were like ready to go on tour and stuff anyway. So I was like, eh, my, that might be something yeah. that lasts a while. It didn't. Are you uh, good at channeling your animosity? Uh, for good. 
it depends. Or evil? It depends. Um, evil, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will spend a lot of time figuring out how to hurt somebody's feelings if I really, really want to. Yeah. You got any... Uh, no okay i don't want to talk about that yeah um but do, do you but like it, a lot of times like something like that like where somebody's just like oh i don't think this was good enough yeah like we'll just i'll can channel that into like other creative things like, okay in a way that's just like you know what? fuck you i'll prove you wrong yeah rather than like look you right i'm gonna cry yeah, yeah. like i that's yeah i guess it uh, yeah i guess i can channel into something that like is actually beneficial. Yeah. But if I just don't like somebody, sometimes I'll really want to yeah. hurt their feelings. Revenge, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Tell us about some stuff you've done um, doing the punk or DIY. Talk about like booking your first show and what that kind of revelation was like to realize that you didn't have to bang on the same doors that everyone was trying to conform to. You know? It took me a while to realize how to book my own shows properly yeah like at least with like music like i was always horrible at it yeah like the only time like i had fun playing music was when other people would book the shows for me or like ask us to play or like i was in a band with people that would like they just show up and do book. it yeah. yeah um i was really bad at it then when i started doing comedy i was hanging out at motor pub in cincinnati yeah where the two shows I started are. Yeah. And um, Jeff Tate was, told me, like, right before he went out to... He was, like, going to L.A. to, like, be on Craig Ferguson. Yeah. And he was like, I think... He's like, I want to do my next album in the basement. I was like, I'll talk to them. Like, I know one of the guys that worked there at the time. I only knew one. And uh, so I taught, I was like, who do I talk to about booking a show? So I talked to one of the bookers there and yeah. they're like, Oh yeah, we're interested. And we set that up and it was like, ended up being like super successful. We did like three nights and there was like in the basement room and it was like packed like every night. Yeah. Uh, like over capacity packed. And I was like, okay, so I do know how to do this now. Like I can promote and like, but I wasn't sure if it was just cause it was Jeff Tate's name. Right. Like he's like a bigger comic in town and was just on TV yeah. Or if it was like what I did. And so like a couple months later, I was like, can I do like a regular monthly stand up show in the basement? Yeah. And then built that. Now it's like going on three years now. Yeah. So. Well, it's that revelation that you can. Um, it's because I was in a band when I was in uh, like high school, college. And it was that my I mean, my buddy, he did Dan Remington, who's been on the podcast. He did a lot of the booking of the show and finding venues. And that was interesting to me to see. I'm like, oh. Dan did this. He made, he booked a show. He got a ton of like high school kids out on when we made two bucks to get in and we made like a, a hundred and eighty bucks. Yeah. And it was just it was a revelation to me that every you always feel like you need somebody else. You're like, oh, I need someone else to help me to get on a show, to book, to do yeah. this, to do that. And it was a revelation to me. I'm like, Dan did this pretty much all himself. And he made a cool $180 doing something himself. Yeah. And it was a good time for people. We sold a bunch of merch. A bunch of bands had a good time and got quite a bit of an exposure. Like you, you, it's that revelation that I can create. I can make something. I don't need anyone's help. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it took me getting older and like, like the latter half of my 20s into like, 
now my early 30s, like, to have, like, the drive to do it more. Yeah. Where it's just, like, early 20s, I was, like, fine just kind of fucking around and, like, playing music and, like, doing whatever. Yeah. And just, like, doing it just for the fun of it. And, like, if it happens, it happens. But then, like, when I started comedy, I was just like, well, this is actually something I can see, like, being my, like, career, my life. Like, I love doing it. And you had that taste of success when you booked that show, I'm sure, you know? Yeah, and then, again, like, with Motormouth, like, the monthly show, like, that's, like, that took off, like, pretty instantly. There's, like, it was, like, from the get-go, like, pretty packed, and it's sustained, like, there's been, like, ebbs and flows and stuff. Right. Obviously, because what show doesn't when you go for three years, but... yeah. But that, like, eventually was just like, well, like, what is there besides stand-up, you know? Yeah. And starting Future Science or whatever. You had Andy on, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you talk about Future Science? Not a lot, but, I mean, we, I've, people know what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, and I think, when I watched Future Science Theater, if you're in Cincinnati, last Sunday of every month? Yeah. Yeah, come out for sure. I was so impressed by it, because it was, that's what do-it-yourself means to me. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I go to a lot of stand-up shows in town and i'm like oh it's just a you know stand-up show but that is something where i'm like this is a brand this is a thing these four guys have done something cool and made an awesome production that they take seriously and uh they did it themselves they didn't need anyone and this is the most entertaining show i've seen in cincinnati since i've been here no thanks i was and that was really what was impressive to me and it's all it's all you man you didn't need anyone else to do it I mean, like, we have, like, our dudes that help us. Like, if we, like, Matt Hontanosis is, like, our, like, go-to, like, video editing guy. Like, if we don't have time to do it, and, like, he loves to help out, and he's, like... Yeah, but you procured him. I mean, he's, like, one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, He's part of it. And has, uh, yeah, he's, like, part of the team. Yeah. But, yeah, we do it by ourselves, and it was just, like... Motor asked me if I wanted to do a show the last Sunday of the month because they wanted something to like, because the music has to be done there by ten thirty. Yeah. So they wanted like a later show on a Sunday. I was like, yeah, I'll think of something. Yeah. And then like, Future Science as an idea was like something that had been floating around for a long time, between like me and Logan Lotzenheiser, and then when I came up with like the actual like. F- Base, like very very basic format of the show of like oh we'll be scientists yeah working for a big corporation doing presentation like right. TED talks and like have characters and stuff and like videos yeah it's funny man um like tr- the idea to treat it like a live TV show then then I talked to like Andy Logan and Chris about it and like we all fleshed it out together to what it is now yeah and, like, and I def- think it has that really unique voice I think it has something different and it's it has its own thing to it you know what it's going to be when you come into it and it's not like really anything i would hope so yeah um sometimes it's it's a lot of work it's like sometimes feels like too much work yeah in the sense that it's like well what are we doing this for but well we'll talk about the satisfaction what do you get from it man what is uh what is that feeling like when you've really put so much time and effort into this thing and you made something good because, I mean, I saw you after the show when I went, and it you seemed, I mean, high as a kite. Everyone's coming up to you. You're signing blue ash titties. It was amazing. You know, you were really, you were, it, I was I was impressed, and 
I could tell you guys were very proud of what you've done. I'm sure it's like that a lot because you did a cool thing. Uh, it when it goes well, it feels good. There's been months that it hasn't gone well where it's been like, what What are you guys here for then? <laughs> yeah, you came for what? Yeah, yeah. Or like if the crowd's like particularly talky, it gets difficult. But oh man, let's talk about you being combative for a second. <laughs> Okay. You, because you told me we were talking the other night, and you told me that you had a rowdy bunch of Xavier tennis players or some. What were they doing? I don't know what the, they're from Xavier for sure because yeah. I was confirmed by like another comic. Glee Club. They're a Glee Club. Oh, that's something. a good example of me like just hating somebody so much. They found out one of their names and found out like a like made a list of all their names and sent it to all the future science guys yeah there you go like hey we can find these guys we're just gonna send them a shirt that said shut the fuck up on it yeah you got some hate oh god i do i'm full of rage i yeah yeah. it's turning the order i get it's less like pure anger and more just grouchiness yeah that's it's it's the rage without the motivation yeah it's just like yeah Uh, whatever i don't know it's a stupid hat or something i'm not gonna make this shirt (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just I just thought it was funny to like yeah. find out all their like just do like the bare minimum of detective work. Right. But well, uh, they were like in the back. There's a thing called the pedal wagon. Yeah. I think people. Yeah. yeah pet, like pedicabs, petty bars, whatever. Yeah, you get drunk on a weird bike thing. Yeah. Yeah. With your friends, and yeah. it's awful. Mm-hmm. And so they came in the motor because it was like on like the run of bars that would have it. Yeah. And. We probably had, I would say, a good 70 people there for the show that night. So people like, were there to see Future yeah, Science. You had I fans. think it was like the fourth one, the fourth, the fourth okay. Future Science. Um, it was a longer show. It, and like we were like changing up the format a little bit too. Yeah. Because it was we were doing politics as the topic, so we were like gonna have like a debate between like four politician characters that we all made up. Yeah. Just do like a debate, like a moderated debate at the end. And we were like kind of nervous about it anyway. And then like these people just would not shut up. They're standing in the back. Yeah. And just like none of them were really drinking. They're just like they were there for one beer before they got on their pedal wagon and left again right. or whatever. And multiple people in the crowd told us afterwards that they went out to be like hey can you please be quiet i'm trying to watch the show right and like i guess one of the girls was like oh my god who gives a shit like, just well, completely 70 other people here that right keep telling you shut oblivious up. to the fact that this isn't just a bar yeah. on a normal night there's a show going on and you're talking yeah like a jackass yeah you're being super rude yeah and eventually i think andy said shut the fuck up from the stage. From the stage. As his character. Yeah, I was yeah. off stage because I was, like, killing off my character, I think. Okay. I, like, left the stage to do something and, like, was killing off the character to come back on as a different one. Right. And um, I think Chris or Ann, or Logan, Chris started chanting Shut the Fuck Up, Logan started, then the entire crowd turned around and started chanting it. 70 people yeah. yelling Shut the Up. Yeah, chanting it over and over again until these people left. Yeah. And one of the owners of the bar was there, and he was super pissed about it. Um, the other two thought it was funny. <laughs> well, I feel like Motor's but, like a punk bar. So I think that sort of behavior, kicking out a bunch of Xavier 
university students who are disrespecting what's actually happening in the collective consciousness of the bar. There's that, but there is like the business owner side of it too. Where yeah, it's but I like feel like your brand. Yeah, but I, I mean, like, yeah, but you got to think he's losing money too when these people are yapping and then people bail on the show because they can't hear it. Maybe yeah. new people that just got there that otherwise would have stayed and hung out, but they're like, oh, I can't really hear with these people talking over yeah. in the back here. Maybe I don't. I I, I understand why he was mad. Okay. Um, and like I thought he yeah. would think it was funny. Yeah. At least, but I, like he just saw it from. The business people, yeah. Yeah, there's other stuff. Did you get a thrill from that? Uh, I, yeah, yeah you I did. Would, I did. I yeah. was, I thought it was pretty funny. It got deflated pretty quickly after we got yelled at by the owner. But, okay. uh, so we've changed our tact a little bit now. Where I yeah. will, like, if I'm, what do not, you do? I'll go up to people and just ask, like, either nicely ask them, depending on what they're doing or yeah. how much they're talking. Okay. Like if it's at the beginning of the show, I'll go up politely and be like, hey, can you be quiet? There's a show happening. Yeah. And then if it's halfway through the show and they've been there the whole time, they've been talking the whole time, I will go up and get in their face and tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or leave. Yeah. What happened to you? What made you a softie? Because uh, you've changed a bit recently, haven't you? I mean... I. What kind of person doesn't try to become a better person? What made you one of? Was there a moment where you're like, you know, maybe I'm gonna be, maybe I'm gonna, maybe approach people, give them the first chance and be nice. Uh, I think moving to Chicago and coming back like pretty quickly after I moved was like deflating enough to be like, eh, I should just be nice. Also, just like what, like humility? I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't like being viewed as an asshole. Who you does? No. Some people do. I, yeah, I would rather people think I'm a nice person. Yeah. Like, well, what made, why, like, why were you that a, way in the a, first place? At least then? a lovable asshole. Right. It's just what comes natural to me. Yeah. Like, that's I, just, that's your normal. I, it's my, my normal is like, I don't really want to talk to a lot of people. Yeah. Or like, I don't want to be bothered that much. Right. So, like, if I'm feeling bothered, then I'll just be kind of snippy with people. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're making an effort to be more gregarious, shake hands, and smile? Yeah, yeah. Or at least say hi. How's it working out for you? Yeah. What? No, it's got... <laughs> is know. it better? Is it worse? Is it... Are you... Do you find yourself in conversations you don't want to be in? Because... Uh, because no, because I still be will tell people that I don't want to talk to them. You do? <laughs> yeah. How's that? When do you do that? Um, I've tried to do that. If I'm I, too scared. If somebody's talking to me, I'll be like, hey, I'm like in the middle of something right now. I don't really want to talk about this. What if you're just standing there? <laughs> I'm still in the oh, middle of something. I'm still, oh. I'm still thinking. Because <laughs> I've been just standing there. I'm like, oh, you personally, not you. I'm yeah. just anyone. Well, <laughs> I also will excuse myself and be like, uh, have you seen, I was oh. looking for so-and-so. Yeah. That doesn't count. I, I to actually have... tell a person like, oh, I've done that. You have? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've told people to just straight up not talk to me. I don't really? want, yeah. Like certain comedians in the Cincinnati comedy scene. I'm trying to think uh, if I've ever been, I don't think I've ever been rude enough. If there was maybe there've been people that I've just drove me nuts enough that, 
I got to the point where they started talking and I walked away. I didn't even say, excuse me, I just was... I think that's fine, though. You do? Yeah, because that's probably somebody you don't want to be friend Like, you don't have any sort of relationship uh, so in the first place. So fair. So, yeah. like, if... Like, I don't... Just because I'm a comedian doesn't mean I have to be friends with every comedian in the scene. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I have my friends. Right. And then I'm nice to the ones that I, like, like as people that, yeah. like, maybe aren't... Like, we don't hang out, but I like them. Right. And then there's the people that I, like, can't stand. And yeah, so you might as well be honest with them and be like, oh, hey, don't talk to me. I can't stand you. Yeah. This is miserable when you talk to me. Yeah. So maybe don't do it ever again. Yeah. If any of them listen to like, oh, God. <laughs> How would they know it's them? <laughs> Unless you're actually that honest the next time yeah, you talk to them. <laughs> oh, I was talking about you. <laughs> hey, I talked was... about you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, did you listen to that podcast? Yeah, that was you. So. Yeah, you know the person I hate? Yeah. That I was talking about is you. So. Goodbye forever. Yeah, I'll just say the name right now. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. No, don't. Just, <laughs> I would edit it, and I don't want to edit anything. Just bleep it out. It was Blue Ash Titties. Blue Ash Titties. That's who it was. <laughs> no, I do think that's funny. We do that so much where we're trying to be like nice to a person. Like, oh, I don't want them to think I don't like them. But you're like, oh, wait. No, you don't like them, though. Why can't you just be honest with a person? Be like, you know, you're really... I find our interactions intolerable. Yeah. You know? I think there's a nice way to say it. Like, most of the time, I'm just, like, standoff. I would say 95% of the time, I'm standoffish. Yeah. And then the other, with these people, then the, there's, like, the other 5% where I might just be, like, I'll either walk away or say something. Like, like I don't feel like talking about this right now. Yeah. Because it's the people, like, I, it's the people that always talk about, like, like, when you're like, hey, how are you? Okay. You're just supposed to say good and then move on. Right. But some people, you're like, how are you? And they're like, well, ugh. Yeah. I had a day today. Oh, boy. And it's just like, I don't care about, like, yeah. your sprained ankle or, like, whatever. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. It's our culture that the fact that we say hello by saying, hey, what's going on? Yeah. And we open people up to that. Yeah. Because the right answer is like nothing much. And then that's it. Yeah. Maybe I'll ask you a question or something, but the the real conversation should come after how are you or what's up, right. not like immediately cuz that person's just looking to talk at you, not looking to have a conversation anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, they just and, have some things they got to air out. Yeah, and I find that really obnoxious. Like Yeah. Like you don't you didn't want to you will T- tell somebody else about this in like yeah. five minutes when you're done. Yeah, you're like, go find someone nicer that will give you this attention or whatever the yeah you're trying to get out of me. Yeah. I don't, I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, like yeah. I don't care right. really. Like I'm trying. Like empathy only goes so far. Yeah, it's not like you're like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to be more. I I find this all the time. With a lot of times on Facebook, someone will send me a message and it sucks on Facebook because you can't actively ignore people, especially with like texting and Facebook. It's always you you're forced. Anyone at any point in time can send you a message and you're and then they can see that you've seen the message. And that's what infuriates me about Facebook now. You can't just like ignore it. Like, no. What if you have like a weird chick trying to stalk you or hang out? You don't you don't want to. And then you but you also don't want to be mean. And they can just access you. They have, like, full access to you at any time. They can send you a Facebook message and see that you've seen it. Yeah. You can't dodge them at all. 
Yeah, it's awful. Unless you're not friends with them already, which then it just sends to like that other mailbox, which is yeah, kind of nice. Weird. But they'll add you. They're gonna add you. So you're yeah, either some be- dude found me on Facebook and was sending like trying to get his brother booked on Motormouth. Oh yeah, man. And I just kept ignoring it. And he sent me like ten messages, and it kept going to. I just like checked the other right. mailbox, and I like wouldn't read any of them. Yeah. And just you're forced to do that. Sent me ten messages within like oh a two week span. That's insane. You're you're insane. You are you're crazy. Yeah, trying to get you're, your brother booked at a show like yeah, your brother can't call. Yeah, yeah. The 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 only line I read was like the first line. It's like my brother so and so is a very famous cruise ship comedian. I was like I don't. Oh, that doesn't man. exist. <laughs> That's that awesome. is an oxymoron. His brother's try like his booking agent. I guess I have no clue. That's how we, that's nice because you didn't know the guy. You never. I, met, I don't know how they got know? my name. Like I yeah. guess because like I'm not really like involved much with Motormouth anymore. Yeah, but they so, got a name, and then they they have an avenue to harass you. Yeah, it's awful, and I like have a private profile and stuff. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about? I, I, there's, there's, I don't know. I, cause I do have people in my life and I'm thinking about the next time that they try to interact with me. Just fucking killing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, have a plan. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. I will. I'll yeah. Like, you should definitely think that through. Okay, cool. And make it perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I won't. I'll do it when it's raining outside. I feel like that's yeah washes. Well, how else are you gonna scream to God? After you're done? <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I don't think I'm gonna kill him. But I think if I just said to him, like, look, uh, if you don't change who you are and stop talking at me and really talk to me like a real person and have an interest in my life, and uh, I don't want to be around you, like, what if I said that to this person? I think a lot of people would not react kindly to that just because they probably don't realize that they're talking at people. Because somebody like that's already like self, so self-involved anyway. Yeah. And I'm saying this as somebody that has talked at people before. Okay. That's something I like. Have How do they respond? In. Or you know, you've been the person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then like some like I have like, my an ex-girlfriend of mine who's like still like one of my best friends is the one that was like, you do this, and you should stop doing really? this. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize so. No way. So it does help, but, like, it has, I, I don't know, like... How did you respond to that? Fuck you. No, I don't. Really? Yeah. You, you did? Yeah, you get mad, and then I was like, eh, she's probably right. Okay, so you cooled down, and you're like, all right, maybe yeah. this is a... Yeah. Yeah. This person knows me pretty well, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, everybody, like, in that performs has like narcissistic tendencies, I think, Mm -hmm. but I think it could help, but like they probably won't take it well. Yeah. But they may, but the thing is nobody, maybe nobody's just ever said anything. That's what I'm saying. They don't have, we're all doing the same thing to this person. Yeah. We're all like just not wanting to deal with the time bomb. They are of coming to self-awareness yeah. You know? So we're like, eh, I'll just leave it to the next person that's going to... Yeah, everybody's passive. We're like... Yeah. Or passive-aggressive, just being, like, kind of mean to them when they're yeah. talking. And they don't even pick up on it because yeah. they're so in their own head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the... 
I might try it because honestly, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I, I'm the best possible scenario is this person just leaves me alone. Yeah, you know, because you're so drained. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I think I'm just gonna do it, and I want to be that. I want to. I feel like that'll give me. Um, I kind of, I'll feel more like badass. Be like, I tell it how it is. If someone's bugging me, I'll tell them what's up. I think, yeah, it's just honesty. That's yeah. all. Like when it comes down to it, like, yeah, you just gotta be honest with people. You yeah, know, like if you don't like somebody, like, let them know. Kind of like I'm not. Let them know. Not but everybody like, you don't literally like. Literally, let them know. Not not passive aggressively let them know, but literally be like, "Look, you're just talking at me, and I'm not trying to hear what you're talking about." I mean, there's levels. I think. Yeah, there's of like if somebody's yeah. just like you never see, and like when you do see them, you just don't like them. Like, yeah. Don't even bother. Like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like, but like if somebody's like you've never liked them, and then they like for instance, uh, are a show booker that will fuck, try to fuck your friend out of money. Yeah. Then you got to say something. When it comes to business, you have to placate. You have to. You can't be honest with people if you're kind of messing with someone's livelihood. I, I think, like, I'm talking like a, a booker that booked stand-up comics and then was saying he didn't have money to pay them even though I knew for a fact that he did. And then I... Oh, well, then you got to. Yeah, you have to. That's someone, that's not well, even that's, someone being annoying. That's someone oh, just it's being somebody a I've always shitty hated, person. Though. It's somebody I've always hated. So I was just like, look, man, I've never liked you. That's like, that's awesome. You get to call someone out on being, not annoying, but being bad. Yeah. Being a piece of shit. Yeah, and he already had that reputation. I was just like, you have this reputation for a reason. Did you call him out? Yeah. For like, to his I yelled face? At, yeah, I yelled at him for like 20 minutes. How'd that go? Like, great. Did you crush him? Did he get defensive know. or what? Yeah, he got defensive. Yeah. Like, he's exactly the kind of person I'm talking about where it's just like, oh, you're just going to, like, talk in circles trying to defend yourself, but really you're yeah. just, like, digging a deeper hole because, like, every lie you're telling, I will catch you in that lie. Right. That's the natural human response to being attacked is to defend, you know? Yeah, I get Like, But he he's the one that wanted to talk. I just wanted him to pay my friends. Yeah. So I... Oh, so sure this was on a different occasion. He like wanted to talk to you, and then you just brought up the fact that he's a... No, no, this is the same night. Oh, okay. He wanted to talk to me because he was uncomfortable about me like calling him out on not paying my friends. Yeah. And so I was like, well, here's why I did it, and I would do it a million more times. Yeah. Like, you can't not pay people. Right. Uh, That's... Dude, but I love that. I love exposure or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, whatever. If you made a promise to someone, if you told someone, you made a business deal with them, and then you renege, then... He told them that there was no money to be paid to them, but I... Yeah, which is just... Yeah, I saw, like, the budget for the show, and I knew there was. That's... Yeah, that's a... That's something I like to do, is call people out when they're being bad. Because it's a free pass... Oh yeah, to degrade another person. There is just, but there's that risk of you of going like too far and be like, and here's another thing you did. Yeah, yeah, you got to keep it in the scope of the wrong that you're being done. Yeah, at that point in time, yeah, you can't be like, and your wife left you. (laughs) And here's why your your wife left. Your micro penis. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, maybe just stick with like the sin yeah. committed right now. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah. Keep it in the box. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's another fight for another time. Or just <laughs> just go for that it. That would never be your business. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did you know? <laughs> Why your wife was cheating on you with me? <laughs> that happens though and gets messy. But no, I know. I I like that when you get into when you realize you have the moment when someone's in the wrong. Yeah. And you also you don't have any sort of fear or social. Uh, qualms with letting someone have it yeah just really being and like you said when you're in the right and you firmly know you're in the right and they're in the wrong it's very easy for you to go full in and say look oh yeah grab them by the shirt really dig in yeah i told andy to that particular night i called andy afterwards and andy gasper yeah yeah and told him that uh i was like i was the right amount of drunk and the right amount of sober, like yeah. drunk enough to not hold back, but sober enough to like make really good points. And I was like, I felt really good about it. That's that's the uh, that's when people drink. That's where they're trying to get to the point where they're the most comfortable in their own skin, but their motor skills are functioning at a yeah fine level. And you can really just be the person you always wanted to be. Oh yeah, it's my favorite. That's why I drink. Yeah, yeah, me too. And why I don't drink too much. Oh, I drink to excess a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, geez, I drink for like 12 hours on Thursday. Yeah. For some stupid reason. I had a really busy day at work. and then No one's judging you. Look, man. Forgive you. You were drunk on Monday, too. Same same thing. Yeah. Well, that was the opposite. I had a really slow day at work. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very medium level of uh, traffic coming through motor, so I yeah. drink a lot. Busy, I, I drink more, and then dead, I drink more than, like, the right amount. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. There you go. But also, like, it's after work. And there's nothing to no do. No one's judging you, Carl. Yeah. It's okay. Also, Monday, Diggable Planets was playing. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. It was the best. You gotta drink. Yeah. Yeah, I don't smoke weed. It's eh. the only other thing you do for at Diggable Planets. Yeah. Maybe I'd be more chill if I smoked weed, though. Yeah. Think about it. Pick it up. Nah. I get anxious. Yeah, I can't do it either. Anxiety. I feel my esophagus. Have you ever felt, like, like, if I, like, get too high, like, I feel my esophagus, like, yeah. pulsate, and then it, like, goes up, and I feel like I'm going to barf, and then, like, I realize I'm feeling my esophagus, and I know I'm not going to barf. Yeah. It's awful. It just you become brings... aware that you have organs? Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that, but I've had similar things where I've been aware of stuff. Yeah. Just reality of life checks in, and it's terrifying. I get really aware of my body. Like, yeah. my t- I can feel my tongue too much. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Don't do drugs, guys. Or, or do drugs if they work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Some people love them. Some people need them. Yeah. Yeah, they're a beautiful thing. Well, what uh, do you have? I wanted to ask you one more thing before we're done. No. Um, here it comes. What, uh, do you find it now that you're, you're like a friendlier dude? Like when I, cause I knew you a little bit before you left for Chicago and when you came back, you were really nice to me. You like shook my hand, you said my name and I don't think we'd ever actually shook hands before and you seemed really nice. You were friendly. You made eye contact with me and, um, I'd heard like previously before that really wasn't you and how is that being a nicer guy, getting more involved with people, is that good? 
do you feel like your life's better now or you just find yourself more exhausted by people? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Like I think it's definitely good. Uh, okay. but it, it, like since I skew more introverted yeah. anyway, uh, it gets really exhausting. Like okay. I didn't leave the house for like a week at the beginning of July. Yeah. So I was just so drained. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's better for sure. Okay. Cause I think like I think most of it's just getting older and realizing like oh it's more fun to be nice to people yeah. than be an asshole yeah um and like doing it in a way like being nice in an honest way like if I'm in a bad mood I'll let somebody know like I'm in a bad mood like it's right. rather than just being like oh fuck off I don't right. want to talk I'll just be like I'm in a bad mood right now I'm sorry. Let them know, like, yeah. I'm not, it's not you, it's just my mood. Yeah. Yeah. So, give me, like, three beers, it'll be better. Right. Cheer me up. Um, yeah, like, I think, I don't know, I don't know if, like, when I came back from Chicago and, like, started running into, like, all the comics again and stuff, if they, I guess they noticed. I guess I a did. couple people, like, brought it up to me that they're like, oh, you're nicer now. I was like, yeah, well. Yeah. Abject failure will do that. Humility, like, I think. A little bit of that. And just like also like realizing like not like really connecting with that many people up in Chicago. Like I had like my group of friends or whatever. But yeah. like I never like had like I felt like my better friends were here always. Like, you know, like Coming back, it's like, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, this person and this person. Like, people, like, I wasn't, like, necessarily, like, super close to, but just, I always like being around. Yeah. You appreciated them in a new way. So yeah, yeah, So you were yeah, kind of exactly. coming yeah. back and you were excited to see them. Yeah, exactly. So you you smiled and shook their hand because you were yeah, kind of like, pumped. Yeah, it's was like, oh, it's good to see you guys. It's good that we'll get to hang out again and stuff. And, like, it's good to see, like, people, sh- like, starting shows and, like, doing, like, cool shit. So. Yeah. Did you have a hard time in Chicago making friends because you were an asshole? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. Um, I was... Not an asshole, but you were an introvert. I... Standoffish, whatever you want to call it. I don't think I was being... I wasn't that... I think, like, moving there, like, also helped in general just because, like, I had to be... You had to engage with people, make an effort. Yeah, yeah, just because otherwise, like, who wants to live in a city with, like, knowing, like, two people? No one's going to come up to you. Yeah, so, exactly. Hey, lonely guy in the corner. What's your name? Yeah, that's never happened in the history of bars or nope. shows. Is no nope. a guy, a guy, a guy in his thirties sitting by himself, and somebody's like, "I'm gonna go talk to him." <laughs> yeah, somebody needs a friend. Group of girls like, "Hey, me and my friends were talking. We're just like, you're mysterious. What's your deal?" <laughs> oh my god, never happened. <laughs> but there's a lot of dudes. Whose head it has happened in. Oh, they wish. Every yeah, single time but, they yeah, go to yeah, a bar by themselves. Like, yeah, man. No. Just drinking There's alone. only one reason to go to a bar by yourself, and it's to drink alone. Yeah. Yeah. But having said that, I've made quite a few friends at bars. But Yeah. But it's just like you engage with people. Wherever. Right, you got to like, make an effort. You can't just sit alone at a bar and expect people to befriend you yeah yeah but like the best like the dude i hung out with the most up there that became like my probably my closest friend in chicago wasn't a comic or anything it was just like somebody i met like at a job yeah and we're like oh we have the same interest and like his brother managed the bar so we're like oh we can like drink there and after hours and smoke inside that's the best yeah 
So, um, no, that's cool. But yeah, like being forced like out of my comfort zone and yeah. then like slight like coming back to it and making like, yeah, appreciating it more probably helps. Yeah, man. I think it's, dude, I think that's good for anyone moving around and traveling around and being yeah. forced out of a community. Not forced out of a community, but you're only forced out of the community because you're pushed into a new community. Yeah. Where no one knows about Carl. Yeah. Like, it was one of those, like, I like had no, I knew, like, maybe 10 people up there already. Okay. Like, that in the comedy scene. Yeah. Maybe less. And, like, they introduced me around, so that, like, helped things a lot. But, like, it was still, like... Still got to put forth an effort. Yeah. And, like, maybe I just never really put that much of an effort into it because... Like, yeah. Like, I almost immediately knew. I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Okay. But just well, yeah. the, the city itself. Okay. Is, You're just over it. I just don't really like it. Like, I like visiting it. Then the, when I was living there, I was just like, man, I really don't like living here. What's wrong with Chicago? I think it's boring. I think Why? like I think every neighborhood looks the exact same. It like does. architecture, it's an ugly, sprawled out city, and I, I I just yeah don't like it. I do miss like a couple restaurants. That's about it. That's fair. Honey butter fried chicken. Have you ever had that? No, where's that at? It's on. Um, I don't even know what neighborhood that is actually. It's around Roscoe Village. It's on Elston and Belmont. Okay. Or Elston and Roscoe actually. It's. Is like amazing. It's it. It's really good fried chicken. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. Uh, interesting. All right. Well, do you want to shit on any other cities, or have anything else to say about? I'm just gonna do my uh, comedian hate list real quick. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Bring it on. All, All right. right. If yeah. you could actually do like half of your ten minute set. Okay. Five minute set. <laughs> no, can I do like please, a? Can I do a, don't. Can I do a tight twenty? <laughs> You have to go in and edit and laughs after every punchline. <laughs> I won't. I'll just cut the whole thing out. Or I'll just have it. I'm just going to go. That's who I was talking about the whole time. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> now you have to edit it out. I, I will. It'll be funny. <laughs> I'm going to edit it out. All right. Anyone else you want to shit on? Any other cities? Plug uh, all your stuff. Plug Future Science. Tell us when it uh, is. Future Science. When is this coming out? Do you know? Um, I'm probably Thursday, next Thursday. Okay, so in time for tour. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Future Science on the 31st of July, and then we are going on tour August 4th through the 9th to Indianapolis, Louisville, Dayton, uh, Kent, and Columbus, in that order. And dates and everything and locations and stuff are all at futurescienceshow.com. And you can like us on Facebook and we'll make events and stuff and get everybody invited to that. Yeah, definitely. If you're in any of those cities, you should go. We're doing like a best of thing. So like all our best sketches, best characters. Yeah. Tighten some stuff up, rewriting some stuff. It's going to be fun. Yeah. For real? I don't like a lot of stuff, but this is going to be good. If you're an indie, if you're Dan, if you're Brett, you got to go. Do Where, it. What, Dan, what, Brett. What's, what's the venue? Uh, White Rabbit Cabaret. And yeah. I don't know what part of town that it is. I He'll think figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Carl. Thank you. It's been dope. Bye. Later. Bye.